Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hallucinations running rampant across the Silvari. Stay tuned to find out what happens at the end. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yo, what's happening, AfterBuzz viewers? What's going on? It is Another Life, Season 1, Episode 8, How the Light Gets Lost. I am your Jupiter journeyman, Joshua Wright, and I am joined by my wonderful shipmates here. And I'm going to introduce first our crop circle conspirator from the Midwest, Miss Dina Kalafala. How's it going? It's going all right, Dina. You know, we uh, you'll figure out how I'm doing later on a little bit later. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm keep it, keep it, keep it tight. And uh, to her left, we have our astral avatar, also our space game savant, the one and only Hallie Johnson. What up? What's poppin', Hallie? Well, my dog died. <laughs> my daddy left me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm with it. I'm with it now. Oh, my gosh. We're we'll, we'll just dropping right at the start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and to her left, I don't know if he can top that, our sci-fi savant, our in-house contrarian, the real Jack Farmer. Get to the choppa or get to the chat. That's where we're going to have all this fun conversation going. Last uh, last episode, we had tons of people here throwing in some advice and thoughts on the show. and It was really great having everyone. We hope you guys join us again. Go ahead again on YouTube. Hop in there and let us know what you're thinking. All right. So... With that being said, we hope you all are in the chat. I want to hear what you all have to say today. There were so many things going on on Another Life. There were so many lives that were affected today. Hallucinations. We had love making. We had some love hating. We had a little bit of animosity. So we'll get to all of those things, our news and gossip, our games. So just stick with us until the end. Now, to start off, I'm coming to Hallie first. Uh-oh. Hallie, what did you think about the show? Oh my gosh, everyone was so high. <laughs> it was the best. I was like, I want to go to this dance party. <laughs> it was just so cool seeing everyone get so loosened up, including Nico. I was like, okay, girl, okay. All right, yeah. okay. Go ahead, Jack. I have said from the beginning, <laughs> William <laughs> has some nefarious, nefarious, nefarious. That's right, nefarious. <laughs> Thoughts about Nico and poor Eric at home? You guys say he doesn't oh know, but gosh. I was proven right. Okay. William's a sneaky fella. All right. Or AI? Maybe. We'll talk <laughs> about it in a minute. <laughs> All right. DK, what's up? It was a good episode. I liked it more than the last one. Okay, good. Well, that's good. Good job, writers. You're, you're keeping us in <laughs> Keeps tune. Keeps getting better and better. Yeah, well, the timeline of scenes made more sense. It didn't feel as jumpy, but it was a little rushed at the end. It was rushed at the yeah. end, and uh, we are we have a lot to, to to talk about in that last 12 minutes and 33 seconds, actually. 
pressed it at that time to see where I was. But um, for me, the episode was uh, it was eye opening. I think I say that a lot. It's repetitive, but it was eye opening. I mean, it's the truth. I like to see that now we understand more controversy from Cass. We're seeing that she feels like Nico is pushing her to the side, and so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But the first thing I want to talk about, I want to ask the question, why is William always wrong? At the top of the episode, he made a wrong statement about the dark matter, and there wasn't supposed to be any dark matter. And one of the characters, I I didn't hear who it was, but they stated, William's wrong. He's incorrect. Mm -hmm. Why is William always wrong, Dina? What's going on? I really don't know why he's wrong. I'm not one of the engineers on the spaceship. I I don't know why he's always wrong. Oh, okay, go for it. We have a hand up. Go ahead, Hallie. Um, I'll take that for 200, Alex. Um, (laughs) I think that William is distracted. He, Yeah, he can't focus, and it's so terrible because... He's supposed to be a computer. This is getting a little out of control right, right now. This is eight episodes. Right, right. And and you would think he would get it together by now. And, uh, gosh, I hate to admit it, but Jack called it from the beginning that he was just a little bit too... You know what? Don't, smitten. Don't, don't, don't do that, all right? I just want to give it to you, but don't make me take it back. <laughs> I, You know what? I'm, I'm frustrated with William, but now I'm starting to kind of like Nico again. So it keeps going back and forth. They keep okay. playing with my emotions. Uh-oh. Jack, don't play with her emotions. Keep it straight. I mean, I, I've been saying, he, he seems to mess something up every single step of the way, starting with that first episode when poor Ian was left hung out to dry. I think they should have erased William a long time ago, reset him. Oh, my gosh. Maybe a foreign government hacked his programming. All right, Dina. So this is me. <laughs> Dina, Dina, Dina is more along the lines of... Can, Conspiracy I mean, she's our cross-circle conspirator. Because right. uh, we, did, we did have that, that alien creature invasion. Maybe it, like, messed with his programming a little bit. Right, so this is where I come in. Recovered. I'm with Dina. I feel that William has been compromised purposely. I think someone has purposely put a bug of some sort in William so that he's always incorrect, so that they could penetrate the Silvari. I know you're saying he's distracted, which is true. I'm not saying he's not. Love could distract most people. But for me, I think that it's I think someone is trying to to manipulate William's system because he can't act right. And we see that at the beginning of the episode when he's freaking out and we're gonna move to the end and come back. We see that he's he's crashing. He's crashing, and this is the perfect time for Sasha to come in and try and reboot the system. Did you think it was a good idea for his system to be rebooted at that moment, Mr. Farmer? Well, uh, going to uh, what Sith is saying in the chat right now, one of his his problems is that he's programmed with emotions, and emotions aren't good for decision-making, and his real main purpose is to be making decisions. To be sterile. And so the fact that it does seem odd that he was programmed with uh, with emotions to begin with. I don't know why you would give emotions to an AI. Um, but that might go to your point of maybe there's another government out there or someone who used that as a backdoor way to make him less <laughs> effective. Yeah. I think emotional intelligence can help you make good decisions a lot I, of times. I agree with you. Emotional intelligence, however, the intelligent part is lacking. I feel like there's no balance with William right now. Initially, there was, but you know what I think what it was, too? They programmed William too much to Nico. Because remember in the beginning, the first episode, she was talking about, like, oh, wow, like, you feel 
pretty good, like, being around right. you. You're really impressive AI. And they said, oh, well, I'm programmed to be the less or the least threatening person that you would ever want to experience. Like, I'm just tuned in to you. So let me, so, let me ask you this question then. Uh, and this is for the entire panel. Yeah. Dina, I'll come to you first. Okay. So with William being programmed to Nico, could this be a program that they created not knowing that it had these bugs in it? Or have they done this before? What do you think, Nico, uh, Dina? <laughs> Call her Nico. I mean, I don't really know unless they show it on the TV show. I, I actually totally forgot my thought that I was going to say in response to everything. I don't think they've done it before because they made a comment about his his programming being from out of this world or um, some Bernie said something to Sasha about it. So this is a newer form of uh, technology. Technically, he's kind of like a prototype. That's um, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and I think after this mission, they'll tweak him around. Well, what's interesting sense. in the chat is ER's grandpa just mentioned that uh, one of the ER's grandpa. ER's now, wasn't that was <laughs> last week? Yeah, yeah ER, ER's. Yeah, we shout got out the whole ER's team grandpa, back. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for following along. Yeah. Um, but uh, part of being an AI is adapting to things, mm-hmm. and with, with such an emotional crew, the, the AI is adapting to the emotions and. Now we're seeing the the downsides of that adapting because everything uh, everyone was high and he was adapting to their emotions at that point. Let me ask y'all much. this. Okay, <laughs> so y'all bring up some some cogent points. I'm thinking about the movie I Robot with Will Smith. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Okay? Yeah, one, one one of my favorite Will Smith movies. <gasps> mm-hmm. um, in the movie, the reason why Will Smith did not want the robots to take over was because they were stoic, they were emotionless, they were dry. But Sonny was the last one created that actually had emotions and because of the emotions Sonny was able to save the people so do you think that that could be something that is beneficial when you say the emotions are there and the intelligence is lacking Jack you say there shouldn't be any emotions but based off what I've seen in the past emotions does play a part in the success of an AI you know what I think um, once again William just requires a little bit more tweaking because if we had a a mixture between that I think we'd be in better shape he has more moments like mm-hmm. towards uh, the end of their dance party when he stopped Sasha from right. going it was like no this is protocol I was like okay William thank you mm-hmm. and then the moment Sasha was like well Nico's in love with you he went oh and he just totally lost it and I went oh. see that's a perfect Jack example right. of the emotion being the problem I don't so think does, but, but is, it, is it just a reflection of what people are telling him like because people are telling him this stuff he takes it as a fact but he shouldn't allow that to interrupt his job he chose to listen to Sasha about being in love because he wanted to be because he was emotional about it because when they told him not to let anyone out he said yeah don't let anyone out I'm listening um, and then when Sasha said no let me out I'm not I'm not high he said, no, 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 these are the rules. But then he says, oh, you're looking at Nico. He's like, maybe I am looking at Nico. Because okay. he was emotional and he was choosing the things he wanted, which is an emotional response. And as an AI running the ship, you need to be right down the line. You need to okay. I just thought it, I just thought it was hilarious that he just couldn't process heartbreak. Yeah, he could. He definitely was so funny. I, I, it was such a bad time for me to laugh, but I couldn't help but laugh. It's I, all right. Girl, I busted out laughing. I almost was in tears because I was like, oh my gosh, this is like men on a normal basis. Oh, Lord. Because at first, yeah, don't, don't yeah. even try I'm not it. saying anything. Don't even try it. <laughs> at first, I thought that the reason William was freaking out was because of Sasha. Sasha did something. Me too. And then he was like talking about this heartbreak and just lost it. Okay. All right. Well, let's um, let's let's give William a break. Let's move.
forward, I want to discuss. Um, I do want to discuss uh, Nico before we move on to her daughter Jana. And with Nico, I noticed at the beginning how appeased she was with how everyone was getting along. They were eating and they were, you know, jesting, whatever you want to call it. They were having a good time. And while we see Nico having a good time and actually seeing everyone, you know, being, uh, I guess, just cordial with one another, we see on the other side that Eric is in a chaotic situation with his daughter Jana. Mm-hmm. So how did you feel finding out towards the end that Jana is now a cancer uh, a cancer patient? That came out of nowhere for me. Okay. I thought that maybe the blast just gave her a really bad headache or maybe she was a little sick, but they threw in cancer. Yeah, because oh. leukemia is a it's it's not it's not benign. It's it's very serious. Very it's one yes. of the most difficult types of cancer yeah, it's to a, cure. Um, it's, a, it's a bone cancer, I believe. It's yeah. in the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like now Nico gets to come home to either her sick daughter, recovering daughter, or non-existent daughter. Like, how do you deal with that? Well, how do you think those worlds are going to clash? Like Nico, uh. and then now her husband Eric and the daughter, because Nico is at a point now where she's seemingly satisfied with where things are going with the Salvari and now Eric's world is turning upside down. He, that is interesting, the right. contrast. Like, yeah. They usually don't have them both freaking out at the same time, which yeah. I think is good too because them being parents, it's important for at least one of them to be balanced. Yes, you know that's I mean? true. Something that, for, for him being a scientist, something that struck me is he was so shocked that this alien artifact possibly gave his daughter cancer. I mean, you have this thing coming from space. You probably shouldn't have people around it. You think they would think is there radiation? Is there? But Jenna wasn't supposed problem? to be there. Remember, she ran out there of her own volition. But I mean, anyone like the idea that it could be giving off some kind of radiation or something that's not good for everyone. So it, how to was shocked? Seems a little like yeah, it's something from space. So let it me ask you this then: How would how was Eric supposed to dictate everyone out there? Because at the time, Secretary of Defense Egan Harrison made it so that everyone was out in front of this artifact. Eric was the one trying to thwart that, but I mean, he, he's he's no competition against the Secretary of Defense. So how is he held accountable? I mean, from the very beginning, they should have had suits on to protect themselves from these things. Um, I mean, I, I would think that, again, as a scientist, you, sh- you would be thinking of those things as soon as it lands before we go walking up to it. What are some of the repercussions of us touching this thing or you know, cutting into this thing or just standing next to this thing because it's an, it's an alien thing. I mean, you don't know. Well, did you notice that none of the scientists were injured? Well, that we know of. Well, that we know of, but based off based off the information that's been provided, we can only speak on that. Yeah. The only people who were injured were non-scientists, which tells me there was a form of precaution that they already had, mm. which leads me to my the question I asked you earlier. How is Eric held accountable for the actions of the Secretary of Defense? Oh, my gosh. I didn't even well, go that far well, he in my should brain. Be, well, he <laughs> should be. He's not even the Secretary of Defense, but he shouldn't have his kid near something that's an alien that, for all we know, is going to blow up. or He have, didn't. And, I mean, she, he, she shouldn't be in the same yeah, city. Yeah, she shouldn't she even should be, be there. So, okay, so you're... Okay, so you're, what you're saying is that she should be in Washington, D.C., while they out in Seattle, Washington. Wait, yeah. why Why was okay. Jana even visiting her dad at work? 
Because she was gonna, he wanted to tell her in person that he was going into the artifact. Right, and he went in with caution. He had his suit but on. But they have, oh my they have hologram FaceTime. Child that yeah. endangerment. But he didn't I mean, know. He wasn't aware of what was going to take place once he went into the artifact. That is the whole point. But, but they don't know what was dangerous. going to happen. I mean, but yeah, and he just think his his wife is in space. She may never come back. He could. He's this close to his daughter not having any parents. Like he needs to think of that as well. When he's like, yeah, I'll walk into the artifact. But did you see how they were FaceTime? each other with holograms? Why can't he just do that with exactly. Janet? That's but they almost face-to-face. Face. Alright, alright. Look, everyone. Parenting 101. Do not bring your kid near an alien artifact. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> right. That's true. But, I'm with you, Hallie. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is maybe going to the predictions thing. I think what we'll find, and this is maybe what you're getting to, I think the alien chose to give her the cancer because he chose her in the Dream. Well, that's not a prediction. Wow. That's more along the lines of but, what's going on. So you're right on the money. I, th- I think I think it was the alien's way of saying, if you chose her instead of the information we wanted to give you, we're just going to take her out of the equation. Hmm. Math, play on words. Okay, that's a, <laughs> a pun for those of you who don't know that. But um, Well, before we move forward, I do want to move everything over to our Space Games guru to see what she has to say to our beautiful fans. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you give us a good rating. We would not be able to do this without you. Thank you so much. And I also want to give an extra shout out to ER's grandpa and Sitha. You guys have been with us through this entire journey keep it up keep sharing we love you guys so much yes thank you all so much now let's um we're gonna bring some levity in this discussion i want to talk about all this fun that was going on i mean you know we got a threesome going on we got a twosome going on we got ai going on i mean it's a lot of and we got booty everywhere yeah you know so so now we see um let's discuss the the trio the the august and ali and hobby situation i Go, go ahead, ahead, Dina. No, I, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I can't believe Javier thought that was a good idea and that he was going to win August's affection that way. Yeah, because he clearly likes August, but I don't know if it's an ego versus Ali or if he really does like August for who August is. I, I think he really likes August. Before yeah, but he, we go judging Javier's decision-making, okay. I want to remember just how how critical you are of him while he was high before we go and judge everyone else while they were high. He made a decision to try to get the threesome going while he was high. <laughs> so if it was a bad decision, I don't want everyone to be like, oh, well, Cass was high later. So is it, is it, was it excusable? So, I think mean, he was high. Can he you had, really be responsible for yourself when you're under the influence? They were in the space rave five minutes well, ago. Right? <laughs> I, live, I live a sober mind, so I'm always... I don't. I don't know. What if you ate a salad unknowingly? That's yeah, I don't eat salads. <laughs> I don't. I don't eat salads. This is so terrible. Yeah, I eat vegetables, oh, but I don't. Awkward. I don't like the roughage of of the. So lettuce. if you were on this spaceship, you would just not be raving. You'd be sitting in the corner, <laughs> on the side of the party. You're the <laughs> Sasha of the group. Yeah, but I, yeah, in a, to a point, it's it's I, hard for me to be penetrated in that form. <laughs> like I'm really, I'm such a left-handed guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if it wasn't just, salad? What if it was just your other favorite? Am I the only one that's feeling this? Let me say, if it were pork chops, I would be down. Because okay? I love pork okay. chops. So if they breaded that chicken of that pork chop with some oh, of that dust, God. I'd have been gone. Okay. Right. Got it. No salads, pork chops with dust. All right. Pork. Hallie's on it. <laughs> so, But anyway, but I do want to talk about how... Uh, 
we see that August is patient, which is something that it's not portrayed in uh, in television nowadays, but the woman is actually patient th- with the fact that Oliver, um, Oliver, Oliver. He's, not exper- he's not experienced. That's their couple's name. Yeah, <laughs> so he's not he's not experienced, and she seems to take to him saying, "Hey, I'm willing to work with you." Javi is the third will. What do you think is going to transpire between the three of them now that they've been intimate with each other? Like, what do you see happening here? Well, first of all, we need Javier to wake up, so we no. don't. Yeah. What, we don't you know, know what his situation is. What surprised me about Javi more so than anything else was that he clearly remembered Sasha drilling into his eyeballs, but then didn't mention yeah, it. Yeah, why didn't he say anything? Didn't yeah, say that's anything. a good question. Because then when Sasha, at first I thought maybe he like wiped his memory of it, but as soon as Sasha grabbed him, he's like, "No, he's don't like, do no, it again." Not again. Yeah. I think like, that'd be the first thing I brought up. Right. The, like when I woke up from the first time is yeah. For um, if you tell Nico or. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a hole in there for the writers because that that part didn't make any sense to me either. Okay. I thought maybe he wiped his memory, but the maybe it was I cut. You know, they edited everything. Maybe it was cut from editing. I think it was just an oopsie. Oop. Yeah, well, there yeah, was an that's yeah. I definitely agree with that because that didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So they, he was he was so friendly to Sasha at the rave. I'm just like, I would have tattled to what? Him. Yeah, I would have yeah. told too. That's just not a normal thing. So from, what's, so what's going to happen now though? Like between the three of them, like. How's this going to affect <laughs> them on the ship? I mean, this is very important. No, I, I, I actually, might not wake up. I have I a think. theory on this. Go ahead. I think that August is using them both just to get it in. Okay, just yeah. for her physical. She's, right. She's I, I, I think she's still. I think she has a little bit of a thing for for um, Oliver. Of course, they seem to be a little bit more connected, especially that moment when she was like, "Get away, Harvey." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, "Dang!" Yeah, but Harvey's Ouch. hurt because he's the jock. So he's supposed to but get the like girl. But he's like a sweetheart jock. And then Oliver's like the virgin not jock. He's not a virgin anymore. <laughs> no, August made sure that. Yeah, but she, there's just something about her that to me says she's I'm going to eat you a lot. Not deceitful. She's okay. very upfront. Like, okay. So she's, she's methodical. Like, she's like, I'm going to eat you alive type okay. of thing. Which, you know, that's fine. That's cool. Do your she's thing. She's trying I'm to so defeat the patriarchy in space type of thing. <laughs> right, right. One, one lay at a time. Okay. I just, I'm, I'm impressed by her in ways, but I don't, I just don't think she's, like, emotionally attached. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it seemed yeah. like Oliver and Javi were very emotionally attached to her in different ways. Um, and They're she, convenient. Yeah, and she was just kind of like, come hither. Like, she, okay, yeah. that's yeah, a fair she's, point. She's not emotionally attached well, she did to either. Say the episode, she just needs to feel something different than panic. So that, I think, she did say that. So yeah. I, that's a callous statement. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She wasn't like, yeah, I'm feeling anything. It was like, nah, I just something different. I okay. Something new. That's a yeah. fair point, Gaston. I mean, Jack Farmer. I mean, before yeah. before the show, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Jack Jack made it clear that his uh, favorite, one of his favorite villains, was Gaston and from Beauty and the Beast. From Beauty the ba- and the Beast. The so, best. so if I refer to him as Gaston, I mean Jack. Then you understand where I'm coming from. Now let's move forward. I want to talk about Cass. Cass seems to have an underlying issue with a lot of different people. Cass was hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Cass. She has an issue with. Nico, now she's having an issue with uh, she had an issue with Michelle when Michelle was being rubbed. Now she has an issue with Beecham. Beecham seems to be the person who is smart enough to take Cass's place and now she feels some type of way. Make you feel some type of way. To Nico, right? Why is Cass having these issues? Why is, does she have so many underlying issues with everybody? She, I think she said it from the start um, when she went up to Beecham and said, you took my job. She feels useless right now because Cass, she's a leader or at least a wannabe leader. 
leader, some okay. type of leader. She's very authoritative. She so, gave her job away, though. Um, she she didn't. Away. She didn't give it away. She went through some trauma, and she needed a moment to recover. She needed, and yeah. then the moment she came out from recovery, she was high as a kite. Okay. Um, so she didn't really have much of an opportunity to get back to that place. I mean, can you imagine watching that many people die in front of you, and then one of them melts, one of them happens to be your boyfriend, and, and she you can't tell that. anyone on the ship? She said that. Yeah, she was going through a lot. You're allowed to be a leader and go through some stuff, but she didn't have a moment to come back and say, okay, da 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 I'm in charge again. Hmm. So now everyone else is kind of just taking over her spot, and then Beecham, he's kind of like, yeah, I don't care. But he's man. probably the only one who's qualified yeah, to because he has position. no emotional attachment to yeah, anyone no, on the ship. Every yeah. time they pull yeah. someone out of Soma, they're the best person on the ship. Except yeah. Julian. Julian was he he figured out the whole uh, space bug thing. Okay. I mean, he he tested it on himself a second too soon. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but he even they, they're always it seems they're more militant. Everyone they pull out. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Okay, what do you think, Dina? How do you think Cass is with everyone else? Why does she have so many issues? I think I just agreed with everything Hallie said. Okay. Like she's, what? She's, I'm I so usually agree with you. I know, but you just said everything. I think I'm going to cry. It's very rare on this panel to get even. You say, say that again. Don't take away my Every, oh, okay. Everything she said in regards to Cass. Okay. Yeah, she's a leader, but she's allowed to go through things. That's how I feel when you agree with me. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just going to disagree with everything you say. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Them's is fighting words. Well, now... Now let's move on to Beecham. Okay. So we see we see Beecham being commandeered by Sasha. Now Sasha is going to be drilling into his eyes and trying to wipe his memory. What is this mission that Sasha is on? What is he looking to gain? I'd, I'd say this: if he's the alien species, right, and you find out that this ship is coming towards your planet and it has the ability to completely wipe you out. And you've seen how this crew has acted so far. Would you trust them with that weapon? I wouldn't. They've, okay. they've been killing each other. They've been fighting with each other. They've had emotional swings. If if one of these ships was coming to Earth and there was a crew that, that was that unstable, I would want them to stop that as quickly as possible. Okay. So I think he's defending it. I think he's looking at it like, I can't trust these people near my home planet with this powerful weapon. Okay, so you don't think it has anything to do with the aliens trying to use Sasha? Like, last last episode you stated because his dad's Secretary of Defense, he's a congressman. You don't think it has anything to do with Sasha trying to... They're trying to use Sasha to take over the world? Josh, I, I'm trying to make as many predictions as possible so I can cherry-pick the ones I get right. Okay, that's <laughs> So you're Gaston Kelly. Can I just say that Sasha is quite the traitor? Oh, yeah. He's a he politician. Wants, he, wants to be, yeah, but he wants to be president of the United States, but he's like willing to give any information to this alien. Yeah, but he's well, he also... took over his brain. Yeah, he's taken over his brain, and now they have found out that his brain has been compromised which was that last 12 minutes and 33 seconds that I noticed and uh, I like how Zane uh, spoke up 
and said, hey, he refused to participate in my experiment, like just flat out refused. But he said it in a way where didn't realize that this is probably part of the problem. And it took Nico to go back with Bernie to review the tape to say, this idiot didn't have any of this salad. And he made it for everyone. And he made it for everyone. Isn't that odd? You would not eat something that you made for everyone else. Why? This is where my leadership questions come in. Why did Nico not see this before? Like, you are supposed to be the hawk eye. You know, mm-hmm. hawks see everything. There is no way that I can say that she's been a successful leader when this much chaos keeps happening under her watch. I'm going to have to I, disagree with you. Go ahead, ahead, Hallie. And the reason why I disagree is they're all on the ship eating together. Why would she suspect that their salad was tainted? Like, you're supposed to be able to trust your teammates. And that, that to me, was kind of about it. It'd be different if Sasha was, like, a visitor on the ship and he came and was cooking for everyone. Then Nico would be watching. Let me but respond, Dana, each other and then I want you to go. Okay. All right, I'm going to respond to you. That makes sense, except for the fact that she threatened him last week saying, I wish you had died instead of Michelle. Yeah, so but then, that well, doesn't mean that he's going to mess up the salad. But listen to, this is my mindset. As okay. a leader, if I've had an issue with Jack or you or whomever, and you keep coming to me in a way where I have to threaten you or I have to say something defaming to you, then that means that anything nice you do after that to me is patronizing. Well, tell you what, that, would be, true, that would be true if he just made the salad for her and nobody else. But he included everyone so it seemed like it seemed like it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Go ahead, Dina. I was gonna say I feel like Zane should have picked up on it because he deleted the. But Zane didn't know. Remember when when um Zane was like, "Do you want to see your results?" He's like, "No, I'm good." So Zane was like, "All right." And remember, uh, Zane left with Bernie, and that's when right, Sasha went over and deleted it. Zane Zane should have questioned like why he didn't want to see it. Zane did. Remember, Zane had a had a pensive look on his face when he saw Sasha. He's like, you sure? And Sasha's like, I'm good. And he kind of looked like, okay. And then he walked off with Bernie. But it's his computer. So you think that he should have just been a little more yeah. a little more upfront. He's on that computer no, all day. Why not look through your deleted files? Okay. And then cool. also, Javier should have said something. If those yeah, two things, we- if those two things would have happened then Sasha would be stopped right now. You guys made a great point just now in the chat uh, saying that Sasha's salad was seen as a peace offering so they could get back along. And yeah, so that's I why she wasn't looking into it. Now, ER's grandpa, that's, that's a great true. point. But I'm just a person. I am very skeptical of people. Like, I am highly skeptical. I was saying before the show how I've only given my heart to one woman. And I'm 33 years old. So I'm just super skeptical. And so for me as a leader, I think there are times to withdraw and to let them get along. And it's time for you to sit back. You know, I come from a dad who's a pastor. And he does commune with the people. But then there are times where he has to step away and say, okay. So basically what you're saying is Nico just isn't that balanced as a leader. And right. I can agree with that. Yeah. That's as long what, as I'm you. not agreeing with Jack. Okay, that's that cool. I would, say, I would like to know your thoughts on this. As of right now, if you were on that ship, I think Beecham's the one you would want running things prior to getting his eyes drilled. I can't say there. that, but Jack. He seems because he's like 
super balanced. He seems to know what he's talking about. But Jed, only to an be, extent. He, but he seems to be such a jerk. I feel like he says things just to tick people off. Well, mm-hmm. that, but you can't be, this is, for me, you can't be a prisoner of the moment. He's been on the ship two hours, and you're already saying that he's he's capable of leading. You haven't seen him in any situation. He solved maybe one problem. That is a very poor resume to put someone in charge. You also said that Julian was good for being in charge, and he did something that killed himself. Wait, I have a quick question, guys. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of action going on go in ahead, the chat right ahead. now. Mm-hmm. And right now, Sitha was talking about how there was uh, plant life off another planet with the alien food. I don't remember them bringing that plant onto the ship and eating it. Was the salad alien food? Bar- yeah. Bernie uh, took some of the plant, remember? Oh, but that, but that was done behind their back, though. Like, they didn't know. Other but than Sasha that, did know, and Sasha made the salad. Well, well, yes, but I'm talking about everyone in general. They just ate a salad that they thought was from Earth. Like, they right. didn't know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, That's I right. just wanted to clarify, because they're they're going at it in the chat right now talking okay. about this. You can t- give us some comments. They say a couple of things. No, it was just um, Sitha mentioning a couple episodes ago, they got a virus from a moon, but all of a sudden it's safe to eat plant life off of another planet with alien life. Right. right. Which, by the way, was Bernie both times. But they really. snuck They snuck it, though. Yeah, that, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't like they just distributed mm-hmm. like, um, alien plant food to well, everyone. And remember, Bernie said, well, he was the only one who knew I had that stash. Correct, yeah. So, yeah, so we know that Sasha is being sinister. He's up to no good. Yeah, no, cl- clearly Sasha has ulterior motives. Um, I think that it's going to be a misunderstanding in the sense I think he's just trying to save a planet from a super destructive weapon. Right. He's just going about it a, crazy. a different way. But the alien was, I think the alien was still going to act this way even before Javier mentioned the weapon that's on the ship. Okay. So, but is Sasha the perfect pawn for this? Because he was he was the most useless person. And so, in a sense, a person who's useless doesn't have much of an opinion. They don't have much of a... Uh, they're, meaning, they're not meaningless. They are uh, aimless. And so it's easy to, to kind of latch on to someone like that because they don't... They're kind of like, oh, if you use me, sure, I cool. Think, I think he had the weakest mind of the group. Okay. Um, I think like I think in a perfect world, if you're trying to control the ship, you'd want Nico's mind. But Nico's too, I think, strong-minded and wouldn't have given over control where Sasha was very weak. And so the opportunity to have an alien make him better seemed good to him. That's okay. true. All right, well... We're going to conclude right here, everybody. This was a wonderful episode. As you can see, there are so many different topics to talk about, but we wanted to focus on what we felt was the nucleus of how the shipmates should be getting along and how things should move forward. Now we are going to move to our special segment, Space Games. All right, y'all ready? (laughs) There it is. Y'all ready? We're ready. Okay. So I mixed it up. We're going to have a mixture of movie titles and um, great events and songs. Okay. Okay. So first one, this is an event. It occurs um, once a year, every year. The Super Bowl. No. (laughs) No, it's related to the show. Well, Jack. Um, And it occurs once a year, every year. Everyone gets together as a family and friends. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. (laughs) 
Was that it? It was Thanksgiving, but I okay. love how you threw uh, okay. I almost want to give you an honorable mention on this one. All right. Yeah, okay. So that's let's, cool. Let's move on to the next one. Jack, you're listening yeah, so far. I, I think all three of us should get a point for that one. Nope. I think that's fair. Nope, nope. Okay. So, so it's three, three, two. Yep, that's it. Okay. Three, three, two. Yep. All right. Oh, so gosh. this was a famous, famous movie in the 70s starring John Travolta and Evan Saturday Night Fever. Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't Are you know serious? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Very serious. Oh, my you think of that one pretty quickly. Let me, like... Woo! No, 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 no. He wasn't looking, uh, Hallie. Uh, he wasn't uh, looking. Uh, stay alive. I feel like he is. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. So, um, this was a popular book that was made into a movie, and it's called Perks of Being a... Robot. Oh, my God. Okay, let me try this again. So we'll forget the movie part. Okay. Um, this is someone who's at a party and they're not really interacting. A wildflower. What? I know it. Wildflower. Wallflower. Thank okay. you. Okay. You said uh, wildflower. Yeah. What, what was it? It's wallflower. Okay. Yeah, that's incorrect then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sorry, Jack. Gets All it. right. You guys know how that plays into the yes. episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, with the flowers and the food and everything. And, and Zane was a bit of a wallflower too. That's what I was going. Oh, that for. Was, that, was, that was cool too. Okay. All right, though. Um, All right. Okay. Let's do one more. One more. One more. All right. So this one is going to be fun. Um. So, this is a thing that two adults do when they love each other. <laughs> have sex. Okay. And then, usually, we have like this little... Uh, okay. Usually, we have this little joke right before someone does it. It's like a little theme song. Striptease. Round chicka round round. There it is! Oh, is there a name for that that's song? It, no, that's just the. Did you I say? Love spelling in that great. I just, I really wanted one of you guys to do it. Okay, all right. right and you, you really got into it. It's like brown, chicka, wow, wow. All right, cool, cool. All right, well, that's our space games. Um, <laughs> okay. I believe Jackie are four. I'm at four, and Dina's at three. Two. two? No, I'm at two. Yeah. Two. Okay. All oh, right. She's honest. All right. Let's move to our news uh, and gossip. All right. After Buzz TV News. Selma Blair dives into a swimming pool nude, and her full moon is on Instagram as of this morning. Uh, Selma says in the caption, Victory, I don't give up. Hashtag bottoms up. In an earlier post, she reveals that her bare butt pool jump is an attempt to embarrass her eight-year-old son for pushing her into the pool on Wednesday. <laughs> In the photo, you can see that just as Selma prepared to take the plunge, her son Arthur came out of nowhere and pushed her in, leaving Selma flailing as she fell, which is the next photo that is going to come up here. Yeah, <laughs> so you can see her yes. son's hand Dang. and Selma not gracefully falling into the pool. Uh, Salma recently finished treatment for multiple, multiple sclerosis, and she is walking with a cane now due to mobility issues. One fan asked in her comments what differences she's noticed after having stem cell treatment, and she responded, quote, I can dive. Mm, cool. Uh, another life star, Katie Sackhoff, goes on a mission to... Uh, Wait, hold on. Sorry. Katie Sackhoff goes on a mission to buy the top 10 grocery store items in America, Ooh. all while being as healthy as possible. Katie's new YouTube video is live on her page. Katie also wants her fans to finish binging Another <laughs> Life. Yesterday's Instagram post is a photo from the Netflix series in which she angrily holds an axe. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> 
don't make what's happen. Don't make me say it again, Katie jokes in the Instagram caption. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix reveals shameless season nine release date. International business time International Business Times reports that all episodes will be available for streaming on Saturday, September 10th. The season is extended to 14 episodes, so expect a longer binge watch than usual. Also related to Netflix, award-winning director Ava DuVernay will no longer work on an authorized Prince documentary for the streaming platform. Citing creative differences, Ava's exit from the project was mentioned this week in an interview with the Los Angeles Times. Okay. All right. And that concludes our news and gossip. We are running low on time, so we're going to move into our predictions and keep them real, real quick. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Yeah, I think we're just going to start next episode with uh, Sasha still causing some hijinks and uh, showing why he's doing what he's doing. Okay. Go ahead, Hallie. Um, I think Sasha's going to die. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I think he is. I mean, it seems like there may be no other way to get this thing out. They'd have to do, like, brain surgery or something. Mm. They all know the cat's out of the bag. He's evil because he's hijacked. So I think he's going to die. A lot of people have been dying. Why not Sasha? Okay. Go ahead, DK. Okay, well, I don't think it's fair for Sasha to die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't know. Hopefully he's stopped. I think he's going to get stopped. The alien going to get stopped and okay. defeated. Because um, it just wouldn't make sense to just, you know. To kill him off, because he's the host. Well, yeah. Okay, I think that Eric is going to have to find a way to get the news to Nico, and I think Nico is going to be, once she knows what's going on with Jana, I think she's going to have a different level of, level of motivation in order to lead the ship. I think that things are going to start coming together for Nico. So that is it for us today at AfterBuzz TV for another live season one, episode eight. Jack, let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com. Looking for a DJ host for a live uh, MC for your event. Also at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. I also do the Raw uh, After Buzz show every Monday at 9.15, so check that out as well. Hallie? Uh, you can find me at Pure Hallie, P-U-R-E-H-A-L-L-E. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the things. At, at Dina Kalafala on Instagram and Twitter. Alright, and I am your Jupiter Journeyman, Joshua Wright. You can find me all things social media at Cleverly Clad. I also will be doing AfterBuzz TV's uh, after show for own network's David Makes Man Wednesdays at 10 o'clock. We will see you all next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 